1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yo, so we're back. Episode 033 of the TBC podcast brought to you by GRM Daily, hosted by myself, Michael Payne. Myself, Rebecca Jobs. Myself, Renee. And today we've got a very, very special guest in the house. And in keeping with tradition, we're going to let him introduce himself because he's used to that.
2: It feels weird, like, waiting That's to be, like, right? yeah, being yeah. introduced feels he's weird. You're,
1: like, sitting on Edge, like, I mean, what's I mean, yeah, like, five
2: million sales? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like,
1: 500
2: my, years on radio. Where's my stats? Where's, where's my stats, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's DJ Target from One Extra. I'm sure many people know me from, depending on how old you are, actually. Yeah. You, might in in D. D. you might know me from Road Dip. You might know the me from Targo the Targo Bargo. and Barber. You <laughs> might know me from, like... Being around when Grime started and exactly like that whole Bowie free thing, and you rinse, should like know there's him a lot, there's the a DVDs lot of well. why people, DVDs, absolutely l- like some other stuff as well. Yeah, there's totally. a, yeah, there's, there's lots of things where people might actually know mm. who I am. The, yeah, the main th- the main things should be
1: r- like the, the inception of Grime and yeah. Roll Deep, yeah, one extra, yeah, stalwart presenter on one extra. Thank Literally you. just got a new show
2: as yeah. well.
1: Very, very, very active Friday? in 27. How many days on
2: radio now? Uh, What, uh, per week? Yeah. Six days a week. Jeez. Getting in. So, salute to... Give tod- that money, I got to say, salute <laughs> to Toddler T and Annie Mack, because they had a baby. Oh, congratulations. Course, she's as enabled as well. <laughs> us this to all happen. Yeah, yeah. Because Mr Jam is now covering Annie Mack's show, Yep. which left his slot unguarded. Yep. And I was like... Absolutely. Meow. And I was in there, yeah. So, was you um, ever
1: shook that you was going to run out of things to say?
2: What, on the radio? Yeah. No, nah, because really, for me, it's like the music gives me things to talk about. People interact, so sometimes that gives you things to talk about. I can waffle, I can go on a Wafflers one as well, like, when I'm ready. So that was not really... The, the, not, I wouldn't say worry, but my main thing about coming in to do this show, I wanted to, like, really cause an impact and, like, get people talking. And I didn't want it to be, oh, yeah, like, you're just babysitting a show yeah. until they switch it back to normal. Like, people are going to, like, there's going to be hard decisions to be made. In a few months, yeah, I'm going in for the spot. You're looking for that spot, yeah. Not not even. I'm looking for the spot in particular, but I definitely want the spot. And I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) We're only like a week and a half in, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. You're gonna
1: get attached to it as well. Like I can
2: almost feel myself getting attached to it now. And we've we've switched things up. We've done a few things that wasn't on the show before, and just trying to keep like each weeknight exciting for different reasons. So Mondays has got its own thing, and Tuesdays Mm -hmm. and Wednesdays and Thursdays. So yes. It's exciting, I guess.
1: Did, how did you find the transition? Because obviously, you're uh, very. Um uh, like, uh, well, well, accustomed to pirate radio, yeah. Um, and then you had to make the sort of transition to radio where you've got to talk more, yeah. You have to also be you pe- people can understand you when you talk on pirate radio because they're from the same background, yeah. You, you can use as much slang as you like, exactly. but then you find yourself on a BBC station, and then all of a sudden, Queen's English is so to, much I had more. I use important.
2: My, my A in English literature, yeah, and my A in English yeah. language Absolutely. from GCSE. I got a done See. know the quality, which I never had what to I- use before on rinse. but like, I was on. Rinse from the age of 15, like yeah. for 10 years mm. almost 10 years. So, throughout that time, my my show was hosted by MCs. Obviously, I was part of Page You Go, yep, I was part of Roll Deep. Yep. So, I've always had like sick MCs around me. So, I've I never apologize, had... I completely forgot oh, yeah, like, to mention Pay as you go, myself, help, as you like, go? go literally. Go? I forgot myself, but like only the last. Two year, last year and a half, or when I was on Rints, I actually started talking on the mic. Like you would never have got me to speak on a microphone, mm. like ever. It was I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't listen back to my own voice. It was cringe. Like I just used to like playing the tunes. It was only when I got given a new show, Rints Genius, was like, I want you to do like a daytime show. Yeah. I was like, cool. I'll do anything like whatever. And he's like, but I'm not, I don't want MCs. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean you don't want MCs? Like I want you to just play the music and like host it. And I was yeah. like. I don't know, man. And I, I I started doing the show and I wasn't even talking, but I noticed that because I wasn't talking, the phone line wasn't ringing. Right. And for me, the phone line ringing and popping off. And that's the heart and soul was of the like, show. On, that's on how I gauged radio. if a show was good working. Of course. So this phone line, no one even knows who's on. I haven't spoken. I haven't given out a number. I literally turned on the mic just to say the number. And it was like, it felt so weird like yeah. giving out the number and so... Bringing
1: down the instrumental phone yeah, like, 2 a- <laughs>
2: Four two nine. I don't know what vo- I don't know what voice I used. Get
1: at me, man. It's yeah, so sick like,
3: right now. <laughs> I need the one ringers for this reload. Yeah. <laughs> All is of popping off, making it's up numbers like yeah. a lottery it's and crazy that. In <laughs> Like here. shout literally. out the one, two, three. Trust me, bro. <laughs> the
2: five, six, seven. That was literally like the first time you heard me speaking on the mic, that is what I sounded like. Yeah. And literally got used to that and, and got accustomed to it and then Roll deep kind of Forward, fast forward, like, a, a year or two, Roll Deep was, was starting to pop off. We just brought out the first album, In mm-hmm. At A Deep End. Yep. And one extra, I think, was, like, a year into its inception or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it and started in 2004, didn't it? F- yeah, yeah. And that's when we made the In At A Deep End. So, 2005, they said they invited Roll Deep on to do a guest show yeah. for Roll Deep. Not for me, like, all of you that come in. Yeah. Four-hour Christmas show but we want you to be the, like, me to be the main host because they heard that I'd been a host on Rinse. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Plus, I think they was a little bit, like, how do we control these 12 guys, like, coming off the streets? And, like, so they was like, can you control it and keep it, like, Mm. organised? And I was like, yeah, don't worry. So I did that, and I didn't even know, but they were really, like, happy with it, Mm. so happy with it. They was like, we want to, like, can you come back in and do some, like... Little testers, and they had a thing called Extra Talent at the time, which was yeah. a slot, like, 4 till 6 a.m., wow. Sunday Crazy night into morning. Sex. Sunday night into Monday morning. Who da- Who's listening to radio? For for... Security guards they said... and people doing the night right. shift. Yeah. So they said stuff. to me, we want you to do this for a month. It's like a testing ground. And, bruv, when I say I used to set my alarm, wake up, and, you know, you don't even know where you are. I went mm. to cry. I, I nearly didn't go to the show every single week. Yeah. But I went, done the shows, four weeks of that, didn't hear from them for a couple months. Thought, oh, okay, that was cool. I had a little fun. Then I got a call back again in the summer. Can you come and cover for Heartless Crew? Because they had a slot on there, Bro, innit? Heartless yeah. Crew. Like, my favourite thing. Like, mm. I used to listen to their show on Mission. Then I used to listen to their show on Rin. I mean, on One Extra every week. So they were like, can you come and cover for Heartless Crew? They're not here for a couple weeks. I jumped at the chance. I yeah. did it. This was Sunday at 7pm, though. Like <laughs> Nice timing, yeah? <laughs> going off, like, yeah. bam. Everyone's full up. Yeah, like... <laughs> Belly's full. So I did roast. that for two weeks. After two weeks, they were like, can you do one more week? I said, yeah, cool. After like the fifth week, I was like, what's going on? Where's Heartless? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was seeing Heartless at raves and they're out and about. So yeah. I'm thinking, wait a minute, they're not away. Yeah. What's going on? But little did I know, they'd already had some sort of falling out. One extra in Heart, they decided they weren't renewing the contract of Heartless. Right. But they were looking for a replacement. But I didn't know that I was being like trained up or lined up for this thing so like after me doing the show for like six seven weeks they was like right heartless aren't coming back do you want the show and i was like brother you don't even have to ask me twice yeah yeah like at the same time i was like how can i take over from heartless everyone's gonna be like who's why it's oh, gone shit what's going on where's heartless why is this one guy here like but it didn't that didn't really happen and like i managed to kind of get around it and in within a few months it was like my show it felt like it was my show yeah. now and yeah, that was, like, 2007. Right. And it's, like, 2017 now. And I'm on heavy every day, so... Are you absolutely. planning some
1: sort of turn-up?
2: What? Ten years. Is there no, like, rave? Oh, wow. He's uh, <laughs> like, I do not think of that? I'm try- trying to plan a wedding, bro, I'll be oh. honest. Congratulations There's on that. There's a revelation. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's a big year. It's a big year.
1: Has that been Has that been announced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your engagement yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. sick with that. Damn, I thought Imagine we were fast. That's an exclusive. Yeah. Can we no, pretend no. that we <laughs> got the drop? No, no, Can no. No. we
2: use that as clickbait? <laughs> <laughs> Target <laughs> announced his wedding. Yeah. No. no, everyone What's knows. What's this actually oh, going shit. down this year? Yeah, September the 9th. Ooh. Amazing.
1: You're getting that extra money as well. We're going to have, like, candy exactly. floss <laughs> machines. No, no.
2: <laughs> like, <it's laughs> photo booth. <laughs> no, literally, like... It's come at a nice time. I won't lie. The extra wages has come at a perfect time. Yeah.
1: Where's honeymoon? Um, I see you're like on holiday like every week. No, can, can, <laughs> wait, that's It's going to be a hard spiral. job picking
2: wait, a, a destination down for the a honeymoon. No. It is. We're getting married abroad as well, so I don't oh, know. Okay. We have, I'm not sure Jeez. where the honeymoon actually is yet. Yeah, but yeah. can I just quickly distill a myth? Dispel yeah. a myth. What's the right dispel, word? Yeah, dispel. yes, Dispel. dispel. A myth. Not distill. We'll just <laughs> make vodka out of a myth. Exactly. Them <laughs> let's make. We're gonna make some alcohol out of a myth. <laughs> <laughs> it's prohibition days again, man. Get some the wooden barrels out, out bro. No. I need bro. to dispel a myth. Lots of people, like one out of three people I bump into, they say to me, "Oh my god, you're always on holiday." Like, for real. no, I'm actually not. Like, are, I are they go, throwbacks? No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, i working. You know, there's <laughs> people on Instagram that keep circulating the same. He's like, they're finessing. No, no, it's not that. But a a lot of these, like, I might go to a nice kind of sunny place that's a work trip, and I might be there for 24 hours, and I suppose it's my fault for taking a sunset picture of a pool and a thing. No, it looks nice. But then people are like, oh, you're away on holiday again. I wasn't. I was there for 24 hours. Then I might come back and I might go to, I don't know, South by Southwest, which is a work trip. It's in Texas. It's in America, like... You Might see photos of it looking fun, which it is fun, but it's a work trip. Yeah, people are quite like, abroad. To no, I'm holiday. not saying that. Oh my god, it's really it's doom and gloom. Like, I do get to travel a lot, yeah. which is a blessing. Mm. And I do, I go on maybe a couple of holidays a year, literally, like just to break up all this workload and work rate. Do
1: you still check your emails though? Of course, mm.
2: how, how do you think so I get I, all the music? I don't really
1: feel like that's a holiday, man. That was Oh, what Oh, you yeah. mean when
2: I'm on holiday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh.
1: Or is it kind of like I look at phony? them, I Go look on. at,
2: I have like, a, I might have a moment when I'm super bored and I might look at my phone and I'll pick which ones I'm going to read because I can tell before I even open them if there's too much work or not. Do you know there's what I mean? Too much wrong. work. Yeah. Damn. Like I can tell, who, who, I can can tell from who it's from if this is going to be a, a work email yeah. or just like something I can quickly just look at. That's yeah. not going to get my mind because some emails yeah. will set my mind off for three hours planning stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't want that. That one was anymore.
1: radio mode, just then. Can I stuff. Can I say shit? <laughs>
2: no, yeah, you can even swear. Even this. you said stop. <laughs> yeah, but can I say shit? Yeah, You can yeah,
1: swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to you said in
2: radio. This mate. is like freedom. Have, yeah, you, swore, have you
1: swore on air before? I
2: have, I by accident once, and it was on somebody else's what show. What did you say? I said shit.
1: Oh, to get fined? Or no, not?
2: I was. This was like I was like two years in, and I I was a guest on Nihal's show. He'd done a show called the Review Show. What one on BBC Asian Network? He, he was on Radio One. He oh, was, okay. Yeah, at the time yeah. it was Radio yeah. One, but it was he used to basically like review tracks that are new or whatever. And just so happens, I was on the panel of of reviewers, but he was also about to review Green Light by right. Roll Deep. Right. So we'd already had good times out. Which was number one. And he he, he to talk about Greenlight, he was like, oh, you already had a hit with Good Times. Like, you like, must have bought loads. And I, I didn't even think, because it was such a relaxed environment yeah, like this. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, shitloads. <laughs> 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 I'm here. I forgot I'm even here. And I was just, the whole rest of the time, like, what everyone was saying, I was just thinking, what's going to happen when it's I smart, get out of here? What phone like, call am I going to yeah. get? And when I came out, I was like, I phoned my producer. I was like, I've just thought on the house show, Like, what's going to happen? Like, the bosses, am I going to get the sacked? They was like, Nah, man, it's cool. And then, like, I think he just got laughed off. Yeah,
1: as long as you, I suppose, as long as it's not. But a if I was to thing. like yeah.
2: go on there and say it's Friday, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's just sabotaging yourself, here, like, yeah. like Chuck, <laughs>
1: just a <P45 laughs> has come out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, so
2: <laughs> I have to, yeah. I
1: think I think one time I. Um, ha- had to apologise for some bad language on your show at uh, Glastonbury. <laughs> oh, I remember doing. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember doing some. But that wasn't
2: my fault. No, with the so, live. Because I was told that my f-
1: first three songs had to be clean. Yeah. And then and then from then on, because they were the only songs that were going to be broadcast. And then from then on, I could swear as much as I
2: liked. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, <laughs> I kept to that rule. But then they broadcast. Fourth song is like. That when I'm it I Fuck you. Yeah, it was a song I hadn't, I hadn't That's even, even written. I'm stuck to quit war over it. In sure, let, me in that that trail, or let me sweat. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, you. No, like, to be fair, like it happens with, with live sets and live performances. Like I had Big Nasty and friends on, on Monday. Yeah, that must have been dangerous. Literally, was it, what, like. Live. Live. <laughs> techers. 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 Like, Scout like, trapping Prem's. <laughs> they was all there and they was all swearing. <laughs> And, you know, like, we, we give out language you warnings before. Warning, yeah. I oh, yeah, pop in, I jump right in right and give my little apology. If you don't like this show, please, please go back yeah, online. <laughs> and choose all of another that. show suitable. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> then it's turn up. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, my most of my shows are in the evening, the Audience expectation as well is taken into consideration. I'll just
1: chill out a little bit. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like nice not, not, not
2: many people, if any, who listen to one extra are going to be offended by the word shit. Like, really, yeah, come on. True. You're tuned into a grime set, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. At the same time, it is a public service. You mm. can't, like, it's a balance, all you know. of us here. I'm assuming you've got TV licenses. We pay for the BBC, so do we? (laughs) Couple people looking. I will will let you assume. (laughs) Assume on my friend. I can can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) But like that's the whole thing is like the BBC is literally like paid for by the public. Like we all have a say, so they have to entertain the public's best interest. They can't do what an ITV or a you know a commercial station would do and literally answer to no one and make money from adverts. Mm. Like it's it's completely different. So having all that, you know, on, on board, you have to kind of take that into consideration and, and, you know, just try and keep it clean where you can.
1: But it's not it's not just broadcasting that you've uh, that you've made your name and produced. You produced Been a, uh, a lot of the... Uh, a lot Been a of beats. Yeah, I was
2: going to yeah, ask man. about that, the producer. Yeah. Not a lot of
1: people know that. No, and...
2: because the reason being, because all this other stuff has kind of dragged me out of the studio in the last probably like three years. Yeah. But I'm glad to say me and Danny Weed... Cheese. I'll back in like yeah. and it's already sounding
1: I love the fact that Danny's like you know, like so much of Danny's old production, like yeah. you know, for instance, ending
2: career, yeah. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, salt beef. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love that song. Yeah that... No when, whenever I hear that song, that's all I think of <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine someone I can imagine how Danny Wee came out with that beat, he was just sitting to himself going
2: <laughs> 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 literally <laughs> like I
1: love that. I love that. I, 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 yeah, and I, I, I really, really want him to release like a 2017 creeper. Do you know?
2: Yeah, what, like, I was thinking about that. Everyone's one. on him to do that. Like, Trust I think me. he, he personally doesn't want to touch it because it's such a classic, and Absolutely. He, he does a really. Oh, and like, and not and even bass. just that, the amount of MCs that have hit him up to yeah. try and vocal it or do a version of it or yeah. whatever, and he's always been like, I don't, mm, I don't. He's he still re- get paid, paid off for that though. Off a Creeper? Yeah. I'm sure, I'd like, I couldn't tell you how much he earns yeah. off of it, but I'm sure he still gets a little, like, PRS What's trickling. Because no back in the day, I remember, like, um, he won't mind me telling you this story, like, we used to sell records, obviously, white labels. Yeah, of yeah. course. Out of the car, like, drive around to every shop that sold grime in London yeah. in my little punto. Yeah. Like, we had so much records in the back, it was nearly doing a wheelie, like. <laughs> that heavy. And I remember, like, we used to go in and sell maybe a box or two to each shop. At this time you'd sell one vinyl for like three pounds fifty to the shop, mm. they'd sell it for seven quid. So if yeah. you've got a box of thirty, that's like over a hundred quid you got. Yeah. So we'd go in, and sell a box, hundred quid, go to the next one, hundred quid, hundred quid. Like when Danny Weed made Creeper, the distribution place said we want four thousand now cash. Alrighty. I then. remember like we'd never made this sort of money for music before. I remember yeah. driving with him to Essential Jammer, actually worked there at the time, Essential Distribution. Yeah. And Danny walked out there with like 10 bags or 15 or have whatever the equation was. I think yeah. it was 3,000 vinyls. Yeah. And it was 10 bags cash. And like we couldn't believe it. Like in Ned States was like, That's mad. <laughs> this is mad. Mm. And like Wiley like, made Eskimo and was doing like literally. He, was killing he had a whole wall in rhythm division, like 35 different Wiley records. Like Jeez. that whole period was just mad. Like, yeah. And I think it gave everyone a bit of like that early kind of business mind to... Of course. Yeah, and that, in, that kind of self-sufficient thing, because obviously there was no support systems, there were no labels signing anything. There the internet no, weren't about a strong evil. There <laughs> weren't a YouTube, bruv. Like, things weren't even really documented. There was like, until the times of Risky Roads and Lord of the Mics yeah. and My DVD, Aim High, mm-hmm. and Practice Hours, mm-hmm. they were like the four main ones. Yeah, Until those kind of came around, Like you didn't know what people even looked like. If like, you were out spin. of London or whatever, so... That was, I think, why everyone was like, we need to document this and just make some DVDs and whatnot. I was going to yeah. ask,
3: yeah, like, obviously your core roll deep. Have you ever been in the studio and there's been a heated argument that you remember? Like, what's the worst argument? 100%. What's the worst one that, that has come to that you can remember? Between who as well, if you can talk there's about been
2: it. There's been fights, bruv. Swear, what, fists and there's that? There's been yeah? fists thrown, bruv. Wow. Things have happened. <laughs> like, man, I'm doing bits, yeah? In a brotherly way. Oh, I understand. Like, you yeah, never yeah, of have a yeah. your brother. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but it's true. <laughs> no, like, no we, at the time, yeah. it wasn't like that. Like, there's been a couple little things, like little tussles, and, but not many. Like, Can you talk been... on them, or, or one that was like, that you had to get involved in? Be like, yo, fuck it. Yeah, yeah this. I had to separate Danny and Wiley once. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. What like, was that over? What was it even now? I think it was over, like, Wiley's R6 like he had a motorbike <laughs> no, like, the well, one yeah. in Eskimo yeah that, he, that he's, is the, um, the Eskimo one um, I'm not sure because he's had he's had a few bikes yeah. over the years but this, he had an R6 bike he yeah. had lent it to Danny oh hood insurance <laughs> hood insurance I think it ended up getting lent to Scratchy like long story short someone stole the bike innit? oh pissed. <laughs> not pissed. none of the man, but someone came yeah, and stole yeah, the bike yeah were, it, was a, it was one, an ongoing is, argument, yeah. like ongoing and ongoing and ongoing and it used to keep getting brought up and then one day they just got really heated and like, they kind of needed to be separated but half an hour later, best brothers, friends again, yeah, yeah, brothers, yeah, yeah. like, it's not even like, it's literally like a family, do you know what I mean? Uh, like we grew up as brothers, like we, yeah, it's You had to tell yeah. someone that you're not on a verse or like you got to come the, off. They're like, we used to call that scissors. Yeah. Like, who's getting scissors? Because... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <nice. That's laughs> tense, sometimes, tense, You know, <laughs> someone might to get chapped. No, no <laughs> like, because obviously, like, some someone would come in and be like, "I've got a verse for this," and they'd record it, and then someone else might come later or the next day and do something that was different or suited the track better or whatever it was for whatever reason. And sometimes, not too often, but sometimes we were like, "We're gonna maybe take you off this one," or sometimes it's a collective decision. Okay. I think we should you should maybe come off, or the, sometimes the person I said, think "You that know is what?" So tense. Man. no, but it was never like it was never like. It never Wait, see, felt. Come to my if anything, thing. you'd laugh, but like it would shooting? be a joke. Like you're just getting bantered for maybe the next hour. You got scissors, bro. Like. Shit, bars yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's thing yeah. nothing. It was never like. And plus, there was so many tunes. Everyone no one was starving to work. Like there was plenty. Like yeah. we had rhythms for days and days and days. So like everyone was getting to do their thing. Like you only when it. Go-
1: you get a rhythm.
2: You yeah. get a rhythm.
1: <laughs> you get a rhythm over there.
2: Do you know. <laughs> it was literally like, but. Yeah, there's been one or two little situations, as I'm sure with any group of friends or Absolutely. collectives just or whatever. I left the to hear crew because it. because we've
1: kind of overcome our, yeah. distant, our, our differences.
2: To be fair, we've managed to to never kind of uh, like break up as such or whatever. Like roll deep, kind of just I feel like it, it ran its course to a certain degree. Not that we'll never do anything, you know, together again. Not that we don't work together in little hubs here and there course, as well yeah. now, but as a group for it to, I think, a lot of people ask me, in fact, I had an offer through for, like, a massive Role Deep show for, like, someone wants to do one, like a kind of reunion type yeah. thing, a big one as well, mm-hmm. and I just had this offer through yesterday, and yeah. I'm I'm weighing up in my mind whether it's, we should really be, should we be trying to put that together, or should I allow it? Like, I'm i in two minds. I know you all will be like, why would you Everyone
1: allow it? like, who's
2: going to No, I understand this yes, point who's of who's view. But gonna... Like, no, th- it's just, like, I know... From a personal perspective, what that might take to be put together, and someone's gonna have to take responsibility for it.
3: Yeah, a lot of personality chances <laughs> are it's
2: gonna be me that has to pull everyone in. Like, and I don't know, I'm very busy as well at the time. And if it isn't a super legendary show with yeah. every single one of us there, Wiley, especially, mm. yeah, he has to be there if it's pointless,
3: not pointless, but it would be a big heartbreak yeah, if he was. Like, that's what he was supposed to But if thing. it
2: was, if we could do that. It would obviously be legendary, mm. like, but I'm still weighing up whether we should attempt to do that, right? But you, you never know, you might see that this year.
3: Oh man, keep man. your
2: eyes peeled, man. That's an exclusive, there's ex- there's an exclusive, exclusive, exclusive,
1: exclusive, exclusive.
2: That's an to make up I, for the I, wedding, I one. The Reunion
1: <laughs> question mark to the
3: clickbait <laughs> <right> <laughs>
1: after after the wedding, though, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you spent you're spending a lot of time you know this this is uh, obviously no exception uh but on on the other end of the um interviews these days you are yeah. getting asked lot. you you've been you, you've been a uh, kind of asked to speak about the the past and everyone's getting nostalgic and yeah. and, and looking at, uh, at grimes inception you've been involved in in um hattie Collins' book yeah uh, you've been on frisco's dvd yeah. um I saw, I saw that the other day uh, with channel 4 uh Art mentality so yeah grand dvd
2: what? sorry not sorry, no, sorry dvd documentary that was that was I'm, put, I'm put still together in the like, very well. dvd you know? yeah. a lot of these things they I missed i was
1: watching it like
2: wow well, yeah, like, you know they they actually put that together really well, well <laughs> like i thought it was the best do- grand yeah, documentary that really i've right. seen like same with hattie like she i spoke to hattie obviously hattie was one of the first journalists to show any interest Absolutely. in this thing. Like her, Hattie Collins, I mean, Hattie Collins, Chantel Fiddy, Chantel Hyper Fiddy Frank, legend, man. The Hyper Frank. I didn't Joseph. meet Hyper Frank until a bit later on. Okay. Like, this is like literally when no, Grime right, yeah. didn't have We're, a name. Before like before Hyper Frank, yeah, We Chantel was like, what, what do we call this stuff? And then it was the journalist, I don't know which one in particular, but it was a journalist that wanted to write about it, but their editors or their whoever was leaning on them was like, well, what is it? What are you we calling to it? Classify. They called it Grime. At yeah. first, everyone in Grime was like, you're trying to say we're dirty. dirty no, yeah. bro, like, yeah, we was that. like, no, we're not, we're, like it's not grime. Who told you it's grime? No, but it's their whole argument. was, But it sounds grimy. It's yeah. grimy because it was esky one point, innit? Yeah, esky yeah, yeah, Everyone, like, SGB, everyone all had idea what like, yeah. it was. I, like, I remember Crazy Titch doing a um, panel thing, and they kept calling it grime so much. At this time, it was like a diss. He got up and walked out of the place because he was getting called a grime artist. Wow, like that's this is two thousand and three mm. though, like before the real inception, and so. Yeah, Grime was... um, It was something that was named by the journalists. So you had the likes of Shantel Fiddy, Hattie Collins. They used to live together. Mm. And me and Danny used to go around
1: To get started, visit plushcare.com weight loss. That's slash weight loss.
2: The yeah, they used to like make us food. Like, we used to sit up there, drink wine, yeah. play them all the new tunes. Like it was, it was just living. a little vibe. They lived on the ends. Like we was obviously in Bow and Limehouse. They was in Bethnal. Yeah. So we created like a relationship with them a lot. Of course. And even Chantel, she was at. Champagne Dance video shoot, pay as you go. Like what? they've been around Swear like down. for a long time. I didn't even yeah. know that. I know yeah. she yeah. was in the video No, she wasn't in the video. She oh, was down see, there was act- for Touch Magazine sh- at the time, yeah. just covering it, and it Amazing. kind of it led from there. And of like her, we met her, obviously, because these Casey were the Contact.
1: publications at the beginning that used to yeah. to cover it. Like, Touch, yeah. Rewind, Face Magazine.
2: There was, there was blues and soul. Like, yeah, was, of course. Like I was going through. I got a, a big box with like all of Roll Deep press that we ever did, like and. I remember we did a, we started doing some covers like it was turning to like cover guys all of a sudden like we had so like blues and soul. I remember we did a cover for them and touch rewind mm-hmm. like there was a few publications that was really like trying to support of at the time but. Um, I forgot even why, how I started this question, this answer, to be honest.
1: Oh, no, do you know what? it's We go off <laughs> on time and it's good. Honestly, it's good. I'll Sometimes you don't even go one place back. and end up somewhere yeah. completely different. More time you ain't got to come back to the original point at all. Um, you you set up a label, obviously, pitched up. Yeah. Uh, and And, uh, you know, the, shares the name with the the, the corresponding night as yeah. well. Massive club night. And uh, are you bringing that back this year? Do you know what?
2: Like, you're probably like the f- 30th person who's asked me that this week. Yeah. And, the answer is definitely yes. Hundred um, percent. We started off doing it as a monthly, as you know. Like you, one of the regulars, bruv. Yeah, that, man. Like, and it did literally like started building up its regular like regular revellers or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lineups were not a joke as
1: well. Not, not, like, a, that joke, not a joke, man.
2: Man. Yeah, not not like that's joke. one thing that we like prided on ourselves on. Like, if we because I've never wanted to be a promoter. Like that was like it looks like a headache, like yeah. massive headache. So me and Danny was like, let's we're not promoters, but let's do a night where we can showcase people, like artists, DJs. We didn't want it to be like some of the industry nights where 30 and R's come to watch one guy. As soon as he's finished, they're they all, all off. off. And in yeah, between, yeah. everyone's talking. Yeah, It's no vibe. It's yeah. literally like you've come to watch one thing yeah. in particular. We wanted it to be, well, there's a DJ on, there's a vibe. You're going to dance. You're going to have a drink. You're going to, Socialize, you're going to network, you're going to have some industry people, but you're going to have some public, you're going to have a sick grime artist, followed by like a house DJ, Mm. followed by a female vocalist. But somehow, it's going to somehow work. Like, and it's after the first couple, like, it's just started to have a, a certain vibe. So I think people just started. Like relating to the actual vibe, the pitched-up vibe, rather than who's on the lineup this month. It didn't really start to. It didn't really matter to people. They were like, "Right, I'm coming down this month. Mm. Like, who is on? But I'm coming down anyway." Sort of thing. You got
1: it right so many times of the lineup, and you're right about the clientele because even if there are A and R's there, so many you know, people who understand are down with the culture or have infiltrated the music industry now, namely yourself. So you've got people around you who understand that are in the industry, but are also in the streets as well. They they just understand the culture. So even if they are from a certain label or work for a certain um, press company or PR company, whatever, they'll stick around because they'll know or they'll they'll have heard of pretty much every act. So you're right. It won't there won't be this kind of culture of staying for the yeah, person who's not, like, like middle of the sort of lineup, and then you know ducking out. I mean, what, by the time yeah. the, the, the night finishes, there's like three people that's there. That's not
2: what we wanted at all. And the whole kind of plan was to do it in birthdays, um, do a small monthly for like two years, mm. which we actually did. We done yeah. two years of birthdays uh-huh. and like you're saying, like I lineup. couldn't get
1: into the second birthday. <laughs> Remember, bro, I told I'm you. I'm sad
2: about that. No, not, it's all no, good, bro. mate.
1: That, that was a sign for me. That was a sure <laughs> sign of progress. <laughs> so, don't, I'm tight, no, mate. No. i turn
2: no, up. No, running. no. But yeah, that's true. That that one, no, and and that I was talking to so many surprise, people that outside did.
1: that it was like being inside the event anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. are caught up with so... There were so many other people that couldn't get in that it was like being... Out, it was like being inside Like Arena
2: 2 kind of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Arena yeah.
3: 2, <laughs> outdoor. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, basically Kings of the Road was Room yeah. 2, blood. You like, know what I
2: mean? That one caught me by surprise as well, because we'd done like nearly two years, and then mm. there was like a three-month gap, and I was like, right, we're going to do one in July, but it's, it's coming around to the birthday, so I want to do a bigger one. Yeah. We already decided we we're going to move it from birthdays and just start doing it in different venues, yeah. just take the vibe around and see what we can come up with, uh-huh. and eventually leave London with it. Course. Which we actually did. We done two in Leeds, yeah. actually, like done O2 Academy in Leeds, which was that's sick. all right, man. And we done like a festival tent at Naughty Reunion, which I don't feel like it was necessarily the right place for pitch Up but okay, it was good. You money. live and you learn at the same time. <laughs> we so what we saying?
1: Which month?
2: <laughs> which month? Which month? What?
1: Can we expect the next pitch? Like? Right.
2: I've been telling people March. Okay. And I feel like I've been telling people March now. (laughs) What sometimes I do to myself on purpose, I tell people things that I haven't even done. So you get motivated. So then I can't get out of it because otherwise, sometimes things might not happen. Especially where I'm actually, I'm getting busier and busier and busier. How do
1: you, how do you actually balance everything? Because I'm trying to go gym and I woke up (laughs) at eleven today. No, (laughs) I could have actually got up at eight and been like sweating, making everything did by eleven. Things have
2: become like more busy, but at the same time, like we've pitched up. We've got like it is me and Danny, but now our label goes through Columbia, which is a Sony company. So we have access to the whole of Columbia's team. We've got, we've employed a couple of people who actually work for Pitched Up. So it helps us with, like, the workload. Yeah. We don't have to be across every little tiny email and everything, because that then it would be like, me and Danny aren't the best at that, that's for sure. Like, <laughs> from the hood. We were talking about you always being on holiday. I
1: can't remember the last time I saw one of Danny's Instagram oh, stories oh, or, or oh, like, photos and he was and in the country. Yeah, like, he's, he's just he's, come back from skiing. Yeah, he's always in Scandinavia yeah. and that, or... or, 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 or um, or not paying his fare on the DLR. Yeah, yeah. Like that's Danny's <laughs> that's Instagram. The two things Danny Danny's does, Instagram goes like... abroad <laughs> and, and and fucking and, and doesn't pay for the DLR, yeah. bro. Before he gets on. I yes, love man.
3: that
2: shit. I was gonna ask. Um, what's your favorite Roll
3: Deep tune that you've produced, and your oh, favorite one that you haven't? The produced? The one I've
2: produced is easy. Like straight away, I could tell you. Remember the days. Yeah. Like from the first oh, album, yeah. and like not just because I love the like it's my favorite production that I did probably for Roll Deep, but. The actual, what the song meant and the lyrics on it and everything, like the The whole sentiment, like everything that everybody says on that record, like I was at every single thing, like, you know, like when you hear it, it means a lot to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone might listen to it, I think, oh yeah, that's cool, like, oh yeah, they talk about when they did that or that, but like, they were little moments that was like, in my world, were legendary things. Yeah, yeah. Like one line, I think they said, like, boys in British used to shop with a pager. Mm. That was like, I remember those days when the olders had pagers and like, a place called British Street, which is in Bow, where I to live. And, like, just everything in that song and, like, everything it meant was um, special. And then the, probably the favourite one that I didn't produce. Probably when I'm here, because Jeez. it was our first video. Yeah, like,
3: makes mm. you want
1: to walk around like, why are you looking at me? Yeah.
2: Start so punching like, up people. God, Literally, like, that was, that was the first ever Roll Deep video that was, like... That meant a lot as well. Danny we produced that. Yeah. That was... um yeah legendary as well tell I'm me like. tell
1: me someone from nike hollered at you lot and were like thanks for the advert bros no do you know what i think they sent us the tracksuits. oh did they yeah yeah that was it, the, and me not it w- that was a, that was like the best nike roadman yeah, yeah. <laughs> advert like, ever because ever, ever that, with with a six song to match that came from the director you know I mean? um
2: got a big up to simon poon as well he he directed that video and actually me and danny are working on a, a Feature film movie with the guy now in 2017. So like, anything that he's I know, actually not doing I'm sorry. <laughs> <makes> <laughs> you know not feel what mean? so like, sorry. you know, I'm not active. No, no, enough. you I'm are, just you're just chilling. You're mad active as well. Like, come on. <laughs> <just> <laughs> <says> <laughs> you're she's waiting for that. She's <laughs> <was laughs> <laughs> waiting for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's
2: dropped the mic. <laughs> no, but like, I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, big up, Simon. Sure,
1: though, he doesn't actually follow me back. So, that's how you know, I'm kind of active?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, She's going for it. The activeness. She's going for yeah. it. The activeness is unignorable. This <laughs> <laughs> is Target B's busy. <laughs> know what I mean? So, yes. So,
3: that's I should... what I
1: wanted to hear. I'm going to go home, like, sending my so like, so emails.
2: So, yeah, so... Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah,
1: that's been my life.
2: So, so, so oh. Simon was like... The concept was like, I want it to be all black. I want you to be all black. And in those days, it was like well, it's got to be all black Nike tracksuits. So like, I think someone hit up Nike or whatever and they sent down like 10 all black Nike hoodie tracksuits, Mm, whatever, and that was like the uniform for that video. And I remember we shot that on Danny. Well, at the time, Danny Weed, Scratchy, Breeze... um, Couple of other that everyone lived on this one estate. Yeah, that they look grim, bro. That's where we like, like,
3: grew <laughs> <like>, Listen, that estate <laughs> looked grim. Like, when he's walking we... down the stairs road, I said yo, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to get caught in there, but it's, like, <laughs> like, it's
2: five minutes from here, like and that was where we we was on that estate every single day. Like no, like, that nah, this I I live Devon's Road, yeah. which is where like Dizzy lived, Tinchy, J2K, all of Rough Squad. Yeah, they all live we all live within like one minute, two minute walk of each other yeah. then. If you went 10 minutes around the corner, like, it actually, you was out of Bona, You was in a place called Limehouse, mm-hmm. but it sort of was still the same place because it's only five minutes away. Yeah. And Danny lived there, Scratchy, Breeze, like, the other kind of half of Roldeep all yeah. lived around there. So that was, like, our base because it was, like, a sick estate. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it was just blocked off from everyone. Like, you weren't in that state yeah. by accident type thing. Like, you had to be. Yeah. So. That was like our base for years, like bef- way before Roll Deep. Like just as kids playing runouts, mm-hmm. that was the place, and that was where we sit in the basketball court. We turned that basketball court like into literally like is that the one in the DVDs that yeah. you're know, always yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that basketball to, court. Do you know what the funniest thing is? Yeah, I used to.
1: because but basically my uh, <laughs> older sister used to go Bishop Challoner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she knew all you lot, in it. So yeah. I used to hear stories. Quinsley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Before all the DVDs came out, <laughs> I used to hear stories about Page. You go. And then it was just like, rah, it's like, "Tell me more stories about these It was like a mystery. Yeah, me, like, you know like we had I'm
2: a mean? bit of a name like before the music stuff, like just from being like, "Oh, those guys, those, oh, those bow boys." Or oh, yeah. like we was actually called SS Crew. Yes, exactly. At the time, which was like we're going way back, but we had a little. It started off as just like a street thing, but then we turned it into like a sound system. Yeah. And we supplied all the house parties. Off the back of that, like we had a little buzz, like obviously in all the, the girls' schools, like everyone was, was talking about the, Local which one they fancied. Yeah, exactly. Like Danny Weed had the world on smash. Like <laughs> to be fair, like he still kind of has, but yeah, like, yeah. The Gallen yeah, Bluecos, like, it was just Gallim. like <laughs> yeah, it was like, Gallim Gallim suckery, like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was just the thing that we had, and like the state was always lively. Like that basketball court for a little basketball court in England, London. Like that was like literally like L.A. in the summer, yeah. bruv. Like, if you'd come round, it was cars, music, bare yeah. bear yeah. chicks, <laughs> bear. Like I feel like sick. I was
3: there, because I see it so much time on the <laughs> yeah. DVD, I see the video
2: shoots there. Yeah, like. Like, we, we shot, when I'm here on that estate, we shot the avenue on that estate, we shot Aim High staff, practice, yeah. everyone's like- Everyone not, went there not, pretty much. Everyone's been around there, like even like, we used to play football, 11 a side against Rough Squad every Sunday, Roldy versus. but that was not in that bus, that was in yeah. a proper pitch across the road. I'll tell you what I remember from that whole basketball there's one guy called
3: biggie football oh yeah yeah yeah. and i just remember on one dvd that's wiley's cousin yeah i just remember on one dvd he's like yeah i'll still be selling weed on a monday and signing on that
2: (laughs) that was the best moment of the dvd for me because he just come out of nowhere all these guys are still about as well like obviously some people have like come away from the music and whatnot but they were like legendary days man like what about uh,
3: Breeze? Is he still about? As yeah, well?
2: I spoke to Breeze earlier today. Like yeah. he's still, he's actually been in, back in the studio as well. I swear like, Jet Lee as well. Jet's been back in the studio, like slowly but surely getting back into it. You know, like life takes over, of course. And, like, yeah. People at like the age where there's kids now and his relationships and families and mm-hmm. work and yeah. whatever else comes at you. So some people haven't stuck on the music as much as others, but yeah, we're all still like brothers, you know what I'm saying? We don't see each other as much. Certain, like I see obviously the ones that all do music. More than I see the of guys course. who don't, but we yeah. make sure that we still connect and link and whatnot, and they're all gonna, you know, be at my wedding and whatnot. Else. So <laughs> yeah, s- nothing's s- changed, right? Do you talk to Dizzy still, or yeah, me and Diz never ever like had no problems. Like Dizzy and Wiley had the problem. Have which, you ever tried to mediate, like, for you the know culture? No, I haven't. I actually, like, in fact, I did once. Like, I was like, and the response I got from Diz was like he wasn't ruling it out at the time. Okay. That was a few years ago. I haven't really tried since. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see that. Like, you know, those, yeah, those two met in my bedroom, bro. Yeah, like, serious. I introduced them to each other. Dizzy wow. used to come and buy a record. Like Dizzy knocked on my door at a time when you don't have little black boys knocking on your door. Who's that at my door, bro? Yeah. Like it was, there was stuff going on as well. Like who's these people? Who's that? So I opened the door and he was like, high pitched voice, "Yo, DJ Target." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, who are you though?" He's like, yeah, like, "My name's DJ Dizzy D." Like I live around the corner. I didn't even know him. Like I swear. Yeah, I didn't know him. He's like, "I want to buy some record. I want to buy records." how you got all the sick records? I was like, I have, but like, I still weren't, I was still like signing Iffy, this yeah, guy up. Yeah. He's like, i got 30 pounds now. I, want I was like, it's coming, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so he's come in, he's bought 30 pounds worth. Come back next week. That was a weekly yeah, thing. Yeah, he really looked up to you as a DJ. Because like, yeah. I even
1: had an interview on, of his on Radar Radio when he was talking about um, DJing drum and bass they're at my house records. party. They're my records. And he had to play your vinyls. because he, he, he played
2: my records on that set when he went on with a break. When oh, I oh, serious? When I moved, when I moved house. <laughs> bu- That's like, mad. I'll tell you quickly the story because it's it's a bit long. Dizzy used to come to my house to buy records. Yeah. After like the third or fourth time and he was getting comfy, he was like, "Ah, oh, I'm making music at school. He was still in school. Yeah. I think i already man. left school by now. I'm a couple years old and dizzy, whatever. He he was still in school. He's like, I'm making music. He bought me a CD. To be honest, I didn't really pay no attention. I just mm. wanted the money. The money. For <laughs> Coming back for them records, right, Diz? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's CD's that, fire. Where's that 30 quid, though, bro. <laughs> fire. So CD's like,
3: fire, man. you got that 30 quid yet? So like,
2: <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So I've, he's ended up... Um, one day he's come to my house. Wiley's there. I've introduced him and Wiley. They've kind of clicked almost instantly and just been talking back and forth and... He's left, and then um, I said to Wiley, oh, you know he left the CD, like he ma- he's making music. And yeah. Wiley's like, give me the CD. Wiley took away the CD. Right. I still hadn't even listened to it. Wiley took away the CD. When he came back to me, he said, "Bro, listen to this, bro. He's actually, he's on it. And he's, he's got some mad different sound and that. So like, that was the first kind of ears that listened to Dizzy's music yeah. and really was like, no, like, let's like, we, we need to bring him in. To our thing. Wow. And that's where the Dizzy and Wiley connection started. And then obviously it was Slimzy on a Sunday. Wiley started taking him up on those sets. And one day, like, he used to just be in the corner just watching. (laughs) How funny that boy in the corner. But after, like, a few... (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) But after a few weeks, he he ended up on the mic. And I remember the reaction just from this pirate radio set that was getting posted to Birmingham on tapes and posted to people's cousins. So they, like... The word spread around the country like, who's there's this new youth called Dizzy Rascal? Like, he's it was mad. mad. I remember that. And then Sidewinder was the big rave at the time. Jeez. In Milton Keynes, it was like 5,000 people. So you had people coming from Birmingham, from London, from mm. up north, from everywhere. And I remember we went and done this Sidewinder, and Dizzy, like, the shot like people's like, you know, you got Eskimo dance now and people were killing it. and Disney, Yeah, like, but
3: it's not like how it was back in the bruv, day. The like, shot,
2: like I can't even like the feeling I'm getting, even talking about it. Is, I've man, seen like, it. I've
3: seen him shut down. Check one. Two, it's I wasn't even was, old enough at the time. And no so one knew I had what hit see. them.
2: Yeah. That was what was mad. Like now in what Dizzy like now, we could talk about Dizzy Like we'd expect, but in those days, who, what the hell is this kid? Yeah. What is this? It's it was sick. so new. And people couldn't believe it. Yeah. And he just literally like took everyone by storm. And then not long after that, he Started releasing music and I Love You came. Yeah. Then it was like the Merc. No, in fact, missed out a little bit. I Love You came. He started blowing up. XL signed Dizzy and Wiley together. Yeah, I remember I that? that. Yeah. Then that summer we all went to Ionappa. Dizzy got stabbed off the back of that. Him and Wiley just seemed to like drift apart. Mm. And yeah, from there it kind of. Um, I have belief though. Dizzy kind of just it. went off and done his own thing from there. Like yeah. literally, like we got back from Ionappa. And we didn't really see Dizzy much after that. Like yeah. I still don't know the reason why because I was there, I was out there. Like, I see yeah. everything that happened. Yeah. Wiley didn't leave Dizzy anywhere. Like that was a myth. That is a myth. Right. Like, I don't actually know what the what the real beef or problem is. Like Wiley was the first one running in to help Dizzy, bro. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know what, how that all came about. Mm-hmm. Like, I was there. Like, all well, everyone thinks they know what happened. Like, I was actually there. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm happy to hear that because, like, like we always speculate and everything. Like, like, unless, like, like, not even unless there's something I didn't see because I was, you was there.
3: there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are fully open. Like, what yeah. could I miss? I don't <laughs>
2: understand it. Like, maybe Dizzy felt let down because he got taken out there by Wiley and Wiley was a bit of a big brother to him. Maybe it was that. I don't know, but like yeah. as far as oh yeah, why he left me to get stabbed and all that—that's untrue, man. Yeah, and like yeah. I don't know what the issue. I still to this day don't know what the actual issue is between them. Okay. It. Like it's mad, yeah. I hope yeah. it be resolved, man. I cause... can
1: understand why an attempt on someone's life, yeah, like, would, would make them a little bit and at the where, same where time we're paranoid mm, people. To that's be going to fuck be, you up mentally. a bit. Yeah,
2: to be truthful as well. At the time, we all had the same manager, which is still Dizzys manager to this day. And wow, yeah, but. <laughs> Wiley decided that like Nick, his name, uh, he was showing too much attention to Dizzy and not to the rest of Wiley and Roll Deep. So Wiley sacked Nick as Roll right. Deep's I remember manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after that, it was like he would cut a tie. And like after that, Nick just grabbed Dizzy and was like, "Right, we're gonna go off into the sunset," mm. and that's it. And that's what happened. Like Dizzy went off, blew up, won the Mercury, and never really looked back. Yeah, yeah. And that was how that all panned out. But Fair. I don't, I actually don't know what the thing is between them. I know Wiley is like would love to see them like back on speaking terms and whatever. Dizzy, I feel like he would, but he's got a lot of pride, and I think he he knows Wiley's a bit volatile, so he, he's unsure. Like I, I remember, he actually said to me like What happens next week when Wiley goes on Twitter and says I'm a cunt?" Like what happens then? Right. Yeah. This was at a time when Wiley was a lot more problematic on Twitter. Yeah. To be fair, mm-hmm. this is a few years ago when he I was. He was the greatest him, but... on Twitter. Yeah, he was. Vnet like, jumper. Would. Remember them
1: days, Vnet jumper. <laughs> oh, bro. He and was then... the greatest.
3: <laughs> greatest tweeter ever. Just wake ever, up, and ever, yeah. ever. Oh, Sporadicness he... was on point. And trust me, it. they got a plaque in Twitter HQ. <laughs> a little blue bro. disc, you know.
1: Wiley tweeted on this on this site. <laughs> once upon a time. Now, he was leaving. Gems. Don't get
2: on the wrong side of him on Twitter Yeah, in those for days, real, for would, real. Would... People have caught it in the neck from Wiley, no, you know. I think mean, they've physical respect. pain from
1: reading tweets.
2: <laughs> like, you he wouldn't he hold back, he would yeah. say
1: what he wants. Legend has it, you can get stigmata from reading some of Wiley's <laughs> tweets. Legend has it. You know, what I mean that's I think that's how Jesus came up with them things on his hands, isn't it? He read one of Wiley's tweets back then. But um, you you basically, man, you are a, a fucking linchpin of grime, mate. W- without I'm you, a safe. lot of things that happened so, in Grime. Seriously, Grime problem. itself, oh, seriously. It's like,
0: Bernie's putting down
1: his phone. That's then.
2: it, man. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, grime,
3: grime oh, itself. Stand innovations. For real, standard
2: evations. <laughs> oh wow, so Give
3: it up for target, yo. We're going
2: Target. Please. You're scaring me.
1: On the real, real. Just before we go, because... I don't um, think I've had a
2: stand innovation before that. <laughs> it's the first. People bro. need to start putting some because more Because at the end of the day, without... You're a bit humble, without man.
1: You, without you, there probably would be no Gram. Without you, Gram, there'd be no GR Do you know what?
2: Yeah, I like that. I'll Do I get real. shares in the company now <laughs> or something? <laughs> but you know what? I think because, because obviously I'm not, I'm not like a Logan Sama type DJ I was going to ask about him quickly before you go. Ask about Logan or ask about... Yeah, who
3: would win if you lost to go back to back in terms of like...
2: Garage DJ Clash. Oh, like. Garage? I
3: mean, not Garage. Oh. Grime, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Grime. Sorry.
2: Garage. I, I don't even know. Like, Logan lives and breathes Grime 24 like, 7. You got any dubplates in the bag that no one's I've got? I've got stuff that Logan. Wouldn't have even well, Logan wasn't listening to grime music when I had stuff, but let's That's not a diss to Logan, no, nah, of course. Logan does his thing and reps it like, yeah, fully. Like, mm. no, no other DJ has repped grime more than Logan, so like,
1: no, I, 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 including myself, like yeah.
2: he has fully repped it. Like, mm. I was obviously there and I've been there from the start and I've repped it, I still rep it. But there are people like the Logans yeah. and the Sir Spiros and the Spiro like Legend Maximum, like. The, Slimzy as well. Slimsy, like, yeah. All these guys are like, they're all my guys and like, yeah. they all do their thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, very, I'm not even sure. Very, very, very quickly. I'm, I'm
1: so sorry because we do have to no, cool, uh, uh, catch the last train and stuff. The, um, there's another d- uh, rumour that you wanted to dispel, wasn't there? Because oh, yeah, uh, yeah, apparently today, a people new one pointing, from today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it like, never ends.
2: Like, I've not seen it yet, but Wiley done an interview with Vlad TV or something. Right. And I think... That in, Vlad's a prick, by the way, in, man. I'm not, sorry, I'm just going to say, he just likes to get people to snitch on themselves. Do you know what, or like, some, He's I, got this infatuation with crime. I've crimes, watched but... a couple of, like, of his previous... I've seen him talking to gigs. Yeah. I wasn't rating what... No, like, not at all. And I see him talking to 6'7", mm-hmm. and I wasn't rating it again. Yeah. Like, I felt like he's coming over to the UK and basically, like, he wants us to tell all these hood stories yeah. and that's like, oh, my God, like, we don't just drink tea and that. yeah. You can't come over and talk to artists like that and expect them to, like... I think even in the interview, Giggs was like, why do you keep... Giggs, can we talk about some music? Yeah, he's like, can we talk about music?
1: Yeah, because, like... like, But anyway,
2: aside from that, he's done an interview with Wiley. He's probably gone on the same kind of direction with it. And Wiley's referenced that back in the day, there was a DJ that was a drug dealer or was a shotter or whatever you want to, like, call it, and that he was influenced by him. yeah. And I've had some messages today, like, "Oh, you're? Are you the DJ? Like, who influenced Wiley? Like, no, I was not the DJ who influenced Wiley to do any of those things. Right. Um, so it wasn't me. And then I think he's just dropped a freestyle as well, talking about <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. Not, not exactly the same thing, but right. like people are trying to put two and two together. Like, Target taught me to stack and whatever else. And but Wiley's always mentioned me as like someone who's like, I guess he would say I'm good with money. Like, I don't really believed that myself because I spend too much of it but he I've always had a kind of business mind even when we were really young like I've always kind of thought about business and money and Mm -hmm. so I think it's more more references that than anything else like that's all it is really saving
1: for that wedding dude that's it and that's it and with with that um, we are going to have to curtail this amazing chat that we've had with a a gym I love you all too (laughs) I feel like and we could have gone so for like another hour or so, man. Yeah, <laughs> we could have. We, we really could have stayed. We do but we do two, have to go, yeah, we could, part we two, man. Yeah, part two.
3: I like that. TFL. part two. Maybe. Let's do that, part two, bro. Maybe. Part two. We need a really? part two, man. Definitely. Big up, Target Legend in the building, yo. Big TBC time. out. Hold
0: up.